There we go. Thanks for joining us for Generations Unite, our weekly discussion about increasing everyday spirituality from the perspective of different generations. Yeah. We hope our conversations and meditations will help increase forgiveness, spiritual healing, prosperity, and living a life of freedom and self-expression. Now it's time for Generations Unite. Yay! Yay! The Generations Unite gang is back, everybody. So watch we are out. back. Now, last time you joined us, everybody, we were gonna we were gonna start doing this once a month, and then life got in the way. What happened last month? I think it was actually you that canceled last month. No, no, it was you that canceled no, last month. It was month. absolutely you because I was shocked. No, because I had I was ready to go. I had everything prepared. I did too. Was I tired or something stupid yeah, like that? Yeah, I think, I think we were tired. Calling you That's out no there. excuse. Well, maybe that's part of our topic today. Generations. Old people get yeah. old people get tired. Give us a call at 913-735-0060 if you're an old person, but you're probably already in bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of old people, I we, we usually like to try to do 7 mm-hmm. o'clock, but I went to a dinner tonight. My mm-hmm. parents, my mother, my stepfather, are celebrating their 36th wedding anniversary. Wow. And we what went to a restaurant. Dinner? Went to Longhorn Steakhouse, where the silent generation likes to eat. <laughs> and, yeah. o- and only there. <laughs> and got a steak. So thanks for your patience, Megan. No worries. I don't know why you weren't invited. You're not a vegan anymore. Nope. No. Would you <laughs> would you've got a big jugging steak? Uh probably. I just don't wanna make it a habit. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we what are we gonna be doing tonight, you think? For generations. So, Give us a call everyone on Facebook. <clears throat> I got some so great I, comments last time we did this. Yeah. Um I so I have a thought. Oh, I, I have like something to bring up. Okay, but here we go. I was thinking that what could be fun for this show is mm-hmm. to react to TikToks that are hashtag millennial, hashtag Gen Z, okay. hashtag Gen X. I don't have those prepared, but one of the things I could just start out with this discussion is that for if you, this is a couple weeks old now, but it was all over the news, basically this fight between Gen Z and millennials where it was basically teens that were Gen Z saying that millennials were old for having a side part or for wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. And it started with just sort of a joke, but then the media just took it and ran with it, basically. And I have some insights on that. Yeah, can um, you give me a little bit about show. that? Because I don't quite understand the, the argument. Let me actually pull up... Um, some TikToks about do it. Do I need to do something on my end to let you share a TikTok? Um, I don't know. Let's see. There we go. Oh yeah, you need to allow allow me to. Okay. Is that advanced sharing options? Nope. I says multiple so. people. Multiple participants can share simultaneously. Okay. Cool. Oh wait. There we go. So maybe I should try and show this so that we can understand yeah. it more. So I can look for this up. Was there something that you wanted to yeah, talk about? Yeah, I wanted to first? start just the, the <clears throat> we we like to talk about different generations and uh, uh, the differences and have that discussion and um, mm-hmm. kind of get help help us get that uh, understanding. We had fun a few weeks ago because we played the game OK Boomer. And oh, yeah. that was kind of interesting, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And this yeah. this game has trivia from the Silent Generation, Baby Boomers, Gen X, mm-hmm. Millennials, and Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And the the point of the game is that you answer one per category and then you win. Mm-hmm. Well, we were playing with some Silent Generations, some certainly some uh, Generation X. That's me. Did we? And we have Millennials, right? 
But we didn't yeah. have any, we didn't have any Gen Z, did we? Unless you consider Maddie and Audrey, who are kind of like on the cusp. Yeah, some older ones of that. I found it really interesting <clears throat> how the uh, silent generation they didn't know anything, including their own topics. Why was that? Yeah. <clears throat> you know. I'm not sure, but one thing that I did think about was that the Gen Xers were absolutely dominating the game. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because you learned about boomer and silent generation stuff in school for history. Uh -huh. And you were alive and adults for like the other stuff. Yes. And so you have kind of like an understanding well, of both. We'll put now, it this way. Obviously. I have a parent. Mm -hmm. I have a parent. That is a silent generation. I'm a Gen X. I have a daughter that's a millennial. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've had to, I've had to know all, all those things. But the Gen Z questions, I those are the toughest ones for me. Hmm. Things that just like yeah, happened last year. Yeah, and I don't I don't know why uh, the silent generation. I think that they maybe just don't pay attention to the later generations. Mm -hmm. That could be. So I had one thing I wanted to show you, and I have another podcast called The Week Review where we review commercials. But this commercial I want to show you. It shows the generational differences so mm. much. And I think it was clearly made by a millennial. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it irritates me to no end. So okay. I think it was made for millennial, right? But I get mad by it. Mm -hmm. So let's okay. let's see here. Let me and try I did it. find one thing at least to pull up. Okay, let me let me get this one going here real quick. <clears throat> There it is. Okay. Want everyone to look at this. Oh, you can see it already, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. This is a Sprite commercial. Okay. You can see it and you can hear it, right? And even the, our friends on Facebook, if you look at it now, you can see it too. It's an honor having a big time rapper coming in here. Rapper. 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 Generation defining artist, maybe. Five tracks nominated. Okay, okay. Here's what happened in the commercial. This yeah. young lady, this young woman, and her friends are going into mm -hmm. a little bodega type convenience store. Okay, mm -hmm. this is Co this is the the hip hop artist Cody Shane. Have you heard of her? Mm -mm. Interesting that you wouldn't know who she was. Mm -hmm. She evidently, I only know this because I looked it up after this commercial is kind of a uh, boundary-breaking artist because she is a lesbian and a, and a hip-hop artist, rapping hip-hop artist. Mm -hmm. which, yeah. which, you know, I'm sure we probably could come up with other ones, but it's, it's usually a male-dominated, let, mm -hmm. let alone female. Um, mm -hmm. So she goes in there, and this guy who's probably, he's clearly, he's hes probably a gen, an older Gen X, wouldn't you say? How old would you say the guy is? The man. Um, maybe like 50. Oh, you think, you think he's younger than me? That was hurtful. I mean, <laughs> in, in your 50s. Yeah, he's 50. He's, he's very old. He's probably 55, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So she comes in, she's wrapping her thing, and she mm -hmm. grabs a Sprite. That's the product placement. Mm -hmm. And he says to her, let's hear what he says to her. It's an honor having a big time rapper coming in here. Okay. It's an honor to have happy. a big time rapper come in here. So. He's aware enough to know that she's a performer, 
but he's not aware. Time, and he says it's an honor. It's an honor. But he ain't aware to know it's a hip-hop artist, right? A rapper is what, you know, me listening to the Sugar Hill Gang called them. It's a hip-hop mm-hmm. artist, right? Wait, so is that what she corrects him on? Yes. Play, play it again. Well, let's let's see what he says again, okay? Wait, t- wait. Let me go back. I mean, they're having the time of their lives. There's, I mean, <laughs> the rapping. She opens it right before. And just, like, she, yeah. she needs a sprite. Yeah. It's an honor having a big time rapper coming in here. Rapper, rapper, rapper. Generation defining artist, maybe. She okay. doesn't even say hip hop. No. Because she doesn't want to be in that category as well, right? But that's what she, if you would, you know, Wikipedia or internet or whatever. So here's the thing. This guy, he's a little out of touch. But instead of, instead of just, you know, being a jerk, he notices it and tries his best to give a compliment. Okay. Clearly he's, he, he's unaware. Okay. He's a Gen X guy. He's on a, he don't know. He's listened to the Beatles just, or something. I just don't understand. I just think it's a stupid. Okay, here's a question for you. Uh-huh. It's a stupid commercial. Ever since I have known you, we there's a lot of stupid commercials. <laughs> ever like since I would known always me. say, ever since I've known you, you would hate commercials and I would hate commercials. Yes. How is this a stupid millennial commercial versus just a stupid? Because I'm not there yet. Commercial? Okay. Okay. So yeah. he's out of touch. And then what does she do? She's a millennial who wants to complain about everything, who wants to make everything that happens into a microaggression, into I've offended you. This guy's just trying to compliment her, but does she take it as a compliment? No, she takes it as an insult because that's what millennials do. Here she goes. Rapper, rapper, rapper. Generation defining artist, maybe. Five tracks nominated. How's this guy supposed to know she wants all these things? So my my thing is. So you, okay, want, so you know how millennials were called the me generation for the time magazine like years ago uh-huh and we were like it was a problem that we all got trophies yes i thought that was absolute bullshit i and did it too kind of is, it kind of is bullshit but what i'm realizing lately is like with social media and everything like empowerment is a huge thing and so it's like oh i'm so glad that she you know loves herself and is empowered enough to know that she can do whatever men can do and she can define a generation. But I think that a problem is, is that people don't know the line between being kind of narcissistic and being like empowering. I'm not saying and that being she kind. Was, yeah. I'm not saying that she was like, obviously it's a stupid commercial uh-huh. and there's not even a problem of there being a commercial of her just sort of hyping herself up in any sort of way. But the fact that, I, I don't know. Like that just doesn't. I wish we could go and rewrite this. Makes sense. Those of us who yeah. care, those of us who who want under, <laughs> understanding between generations. Hey, mm-hmm. it's an honor to have a big time rapper in here. Her report. Thanks, but I'm more than a rapper. And then hit it with all this other yeah. stuff, and have him. You know, at the end, like, yeah, she is more than a rapper. She explained it to me. Yeah. I was out of touch. But she was kind to me. She said thank you because I was giving her a compliment. But instead, she's all pissed off about it. You feel me? I don't understand how she turned into a video game character. And then he gives that smug look because he probably is. Because he. Like be- what is it? That's like the look Poppy gives me when I'm like <laughs> okay. talking about Okay. Okay. I've been trashing you. I was trashing your your generation. You can trash mine for that smug look. That's an old man smug look. Yeah, I'm with you on this because she's saying all these great things she's going to do with, with her life, and he gives her the look I've given you many times. Here, here we go. Do we want to? Yeah. 
this just real quick. <laughs> Old man that's unimpressed. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right, back uh, to back to. Uh... So. <laughs> Look, I got two. I got two going on here. Oh my God. All right, and then it goes into another one. Look at you, all fancy. Fancy. I'm gonna be the most iconic designer of all time. Look at you, all fancy again. Another millennial taking it as an insult. Jeez. I don't understand why why they thought that that was a good move. Just like as a marketer myself. What do you mean? Like, are they? I don't know why they wrote it in that way. Because unless I think that conflict is like cells or something, like I don't understand. Because they're going for the demographic of, and maybe maybe a millennial didn't write this, but this is what you would think a millennial was like if you had a Twitter thing and you looked at Twitter. Maybe it was Gen X writing it for millennials and they missed. Could be. Yeah. You know and, what? It and, probably was because maybe Gen X thought oh i've noticed that millennials are like rude or something and so i'm gonna write them really rude rude appeal to that and another characteristic it's not all millennials but tell me if you agree with this or not Mm -hmm. man they they want to be offended when things aren't aren't supposed to be offended i think that uh oh i got something on that too so I have two things on that. I think that on the one hand, millennials are more aware of how fucked up so many things are. And we are like sensitive to it in a good way because we want things to change. And also because it's going to affect us like in our futures and, and all of that. But I also think that because the world sucks so badly that people just want their pain to be validated and i am seeing like i don't i don't think that the millennial snowflakes thing is real but i have been seeing lately a lot of people just kind of trying to piggyback off of things or like Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know like basically they want to be validated externally yes someone yes um well there i just think there's a difference between Mm-hmm. Someone attacking you and someone, I'll even use the word ignorant. Yeah. ignorant. This is what I have found on, on this person I follow on social media. She's very wise. She posted this life lesson. Be able to distinguish between I don't like this person. This person makes me, me uncomfortable. This person's boundaries. I don't like this person thinks differently than I do. This person follows or as friends with individuals I don't like. This person is a different identity than I. This person is more or less successful than I. And this person has harmed me. Yeah, I sent that to you. I can't remember where I found it. <laughs> no, you didn't send it to me. I saw it on your on your one of your posts. On your, oh, I shared it. And I saved Instagram. it. Oh, cool. And I saved it because I think it's a lot of wisdom there. Yeah, so I will say that. That I, I would like this rapper. I'm sorry. <laughs> generational defined artist i'd like her to read that and let this poor guy sell her a sprite well i feel like uh people are living like millennials are all moving to cities Uh and cities in rural areas are very very divided people are surrounded by who is like them and when you're on social media you um can forget that it's like a real person on the other side of the screen. Absolutely. And so I do think that people are so reactive. They don't know. They don't know when to stop in the sense of like, Oh, this person isn't going to understand what I mean. And so I'm not going to like keep arguing. Mm -hmm. And I think that they can feel fueled by the validation of their friends. And so they keep doing it, but then they're exhausting themselves. Yeah. Like, they aren't creating real change. They're emotionally exhausting themselves for the validation of their friends to say, Oh, you did so good in that argument. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. No, I also heard, I heard on a podcast just today mm-hmm. that you would, how did she put it? She said to older generations, you would be, mm-hmm. you would be uptight too. If you grew up with, 
Where have you been? How you doing your homework? Where, who'd you walk home with? What did you eat? Are you happy with mm-hmm. with the style of parenting that the Generation X gave? And you know what? I will say it's not even Generation X's fault, but if you think about it, you guys raised us to believe that we can be anyone we want to be and that we just needed to be good at school and all of that and be a good person. But that's not like, like life sucks now. I mean, like I'm really happy and fulfilled overall. Like the opportunities just aren't there. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people are upset. Like you didn't know that life was going to get this way. You just wanted us to be happy and you probably assumed that it was going to be better for us than it was for you. I did. I did. I did. Yeah. I really did. I, I really believed in, I could, man, I could go on for hours on this one because it, because mm-hmm. it really defined my previous career too. I really mm-hmm. believed the best in people. I really believed that everyone had the same belief as me that we all do better when we all do better. Yeah. But man, has that becomes crushing down in the last few years for me. People don't give a shit about no one else. And it's really a sad thing. And you can say, well, they need to be more religious so they have that faith and they have that that uh, virtue. No. The most people who say they're the most religious are the ones who don't seem to care about anybody. And then, yeah. then the problem is, then I think, I'll be honest with you. Hey, this is an open thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how bad I am. Mm-hmm. So there is a almost a bad situation going on in Florida. There's a gigantic lake that is about to um, bust. It will mm-hmm. flood a lot of property. Mm-hmm. And they're showing on the news. And my first reaction was, screw them. Mm-hmm. Those damn Republican voting state uh, mm-hmm. closing the right to vote to people, Florida people. I don't care if it happens to them. And I, and I caught myself thinking, is that really the type of person I want to be? I've you know what I mean? That. I've thought about that. And here's what I think about it is like, I saw a lot of comments about that. Like whenever Texas was going through its um, mm-hmm. winter storm, because people were like, well, that's what you get for not investing in this stuff. And like, um, I don't know, basically being an idiot. Because, you know, the reason why that all happened is because they wanted to secede from the union and they wanted to disconnect from they wanted to make They wanted to make more money. They didn't want to regulate and spend the money to have uh, power lines and a grid that could survive cold. But here's the way I think about it now, because I had that same thought and then I caught myself. But then I'm just like, you know what? The There are people down there that are trapped and also manipulated by rich white men conservatives that are just taking their money and lying to them and like there are liberals down there that are disenchanted not that that not that we only should care about them there's also like a lot of poor people because the wealth inequality is so bad Mm -hmm. and so i don't give a shit about someone's vacation home in florida Mm -hmm. for example like i don't give a shit about that so I don't actually know if it's going to like affect real people's homes, but like, um, especially ever since Georgia went blue, mm-hmm. I've been interested in that because people were so shocked that Georgia went blue, and it was because there's a lot of liberals there, there's a lot of black people there, there's just been voter suppression, and so. That's one thing I just am like, are these red states actually red or is it just voter suppression and gerrymandering? You know what I mean? Well, and and that's, I guess maybe that's my point. I don't want to be, I would rather not be a person that is wondering, well, how you vote if I'm going to show compassion towards you or not. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, and that's why I guess maybe my, my going back to this, I, I want to see millennials care a little bit more about other generations than other, than their own. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, so take that millennial. Okay. Now you have something for us too. Yes. Okay. So I have a couple of videos to show and some points, but before, just to give the context for those who aren't aware, there's been lots of articles about it. Essentially, um, Gen Z on TikTok has made a lot of videos. 
uh, basically just saying skinny jeans were out and that um, side parts were out and just a bunch of other things that, in my opinion, it was literally just teens being teens talking about what's cool. Yeah. But millennials took it so seriously. And I'm starting to notice that millennials take things very, very seriously. Right. And Gen Z is not that way. Yes. Like Gen Z, they are so self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. Gen Z as a generation, it's like millennials, we were told that our lives were going to be amazing and that we were so creative and amazing and so to go for it. And we're mad that we can't. But Gen Z, they never believed that it was going to be good. They just are here laughing, like taking it all in. Like they don't, they do not have any expectations from what I can see. Mm. Like our our resident uh, Gen Z, Jack all up in your face. He's like, I'm gonna just get a mustache. Why not? It looks stupid. He shaved it. Whatever. I don't. I don't know why Jack got a mustache. But like Gen Z, they, I think that they just are like, you know what? This is. We're all gonna die. Climate change is gonna like kill us all. And so let's just have fun. He looks really dumb in his mustache. Yeah. So I want to show you this millennial response that is kind of funny. Okay. Um, wait, hold on. And this is on TikTok. Yes. Okay. Those of my generation who are listening to this, I want to say, share something with you. If you think, oh, if you think that Facebook and Instagram are time wasters, but you still do it. Do not, I repeat, do not get on TikTok. It is the yeah. ultimate time-wasting, crazy, it's crazy. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, pa- have, I'm Paul Lavoda. Um, Yay. I've gotten on TikTok more lately, and I totally see how it's so addicting. Okay. Here's a TikToker. Okay. Here she is. And I'm proud to be. That's bad, really. It's it's really bad. That song triggers me too. <laughs> and so there's a bunch of people actually using that sound. Um, but here's another one that is less annoying. Okay. It's just a normal person. So basically, millennials, <laughs> <laughs> they feel like they have to change their whole style because Gen Z said that they weren't cool. So that girl right there, what, what that TikTok is, is that she's parting her hair in the middle because she doesn't want a Gen Z to know that she's old. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. So, okay. So there's been a lot of people. And so my section of millennial culture is YouTube. There's been so many different YouTube compilations making fun of these people and talking on it, talking about it. And um, so, and, and then something that someone said I thought was really interesting and I wanted to share, but okay. basically there's this whole thing where millennials feel old. Some of them are reacting like, F you, like I'm going to wear what I want. Some of them are being like, oh my God, like I can't believe that skinny jeans are out or whatever. Um, I asked my Gen Z cousin at Easter, who's 19, if skinny jeans were out. She's like, no, they're just not trendy. Like, they're fine to wear. And I thought that's exactly it, is that Gen Z is not saying that millennials can't wear skinny jeans. They just have a new hot trend, which is like the flare pants. It's not like you're out. It's not like you're lame, you're old. It's like... Sometimes you wear things that aren't like the pinnacle of trend, but um, anyway, um, you know what? The, I, I'm ahead. just I'm just struck with how how much millennials are like baby boomers. 
the world revolves around our generation. Yeah, I, and I think, I think the reason why millennials feel this way is because we don't feel fully like adults yet because we haven't gotten to like have these adult markers of success. So that's part of it. Well, the other part of it is that millennials are the biggest generation since baby boomers. Mm-hmm. And if you look at like a political campaign, it's all targeted to baby boomers because they're the big generation that votes. But if you ever look at any like like that Sprite commercial or any other yep. type of thing, it's all focused on millennials. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they're the biggest people to reach. Yeah. So when you always get all that, you know, message, uh, it's about me. You may some people may think that. I wonder what like what is advertising that's targeted to Gen X, or do you think they should skip you? Oh, I think we're skipped. Uh-huh. I think we're completely skipped because because I noticed on commercials there was a time where there'd be uh, the nuclear family, white guy, mm. white woman who didn't work, two kids, and mm-hmm. then quickly it moved to most commercials I see now are mixed race. Mm-hmm. And clearly, both of the both of it's not like the guy's making the decision. Or there's also used to be a lot of commercials where the guy was so stupid. You know, mom ran everything and the dad was dumb. Yeah, that may have been the case in your you growing up, but um, that's all gone too. So here's a theory that I heard from uh, a YouTube video that was commenting on this feud that I thought was really interesting is she was she pointed out that it's mostly millennial women who are upset. And then she pointed out ageism as a huge problem for women mm. and also um, sexism in the sense that women are we're, we feel like our value is in our beauty and in our youth. And so... It's basically just another way of the patriarchy trying to pit women against each other of who is the most attractive, whatever, where like I think millennial women are having this sort of insecurity that they're like out of their prime or like that they're not valuable Mm -hmm. because society tells you that you have to have the skincare routine and like make sure your skin looks youthful and all that stuff. Yeah. And And like like generations before, there are women who don't want to hear from younger women and telling them what's beautiful right yeah yeah and so i think that a lot of millennial women which i don't i don't even care about that and if you just want to know i'm so trendy that i started having my hair be in middle part in 2015 because i could tell that the trend was getting there yeah and i also have i also have other pants that aren't skinny jeans and so i don't know if that's because i'm a young millennial i'm like aware of the trends, like I'm not surprised. Because you're trendy. Yeah, whatever. Like I, I like I'm not surprised at all by the way that the trends have gone. But um, I think like 30 year old millennials that like aren't married or like aren't where they want to be in their career, they feel really old, especially because of the pandemic, and especially if they're women, they feel really like not valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that was. That's that. Okay. You got anything else or you want to do our, uh, am I a jerk? Hmm. Let's do am I a jerk. Yeah, let's do am I a jerk. Okay. You know how this game's played, right? Yeah. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. I'm going to read a problem this person had. We're going to decide if they're the jerk. Mm-hmm. Do you have them prepared, or do you need? I have one. Okay, and I'll find one. This is a definite. You're a jerk if two of us in different generations think you're a jerk. Mm-hmm. It is definite. It is most. We are. If we agree, forget about. It. We're completely right, and you're a complete <laughs> jerk. Yep. So, with that said, here we go. All right. Am I the jerk for arguing with my wife and calling her unreasonable when she wanted me to bring a gift to every woman in her family? To start, me, male 35, and my wife have been together for five years in total. 
She lost her job in 2020 and hasn't been able to find another for several reasons, including her health problems that literally take most of my salary. And that resulted in me being the sole provider, meaning I handle rent bills, her medical bills, and our son's private school, financially supporting my family events, mostly on her family side since we're always expected to pitch in whether it's a wedding or any other occasion. It's difficult, especially since I got used to her contributing with her salary, but she's frustrated and I didn't want to stress her any further. She's very close to her cousins and sisters-in-laws. She also, she gets always excited for Christmas and any other event to bring everyone gifts and show her generosity, which is great. The issue began when she came to me before Women's Day saying she wanted to get together with all the women in her family and spend time celebrating that special day. Women's Day, when was that? First of uh, April? Maybe a month ago. Not the... Maybe March? Was ago, March Women's yeah, March. Month? Yeah. Okay. I'm I sorry. I don't know when Women's <laughs> Day is. Yeah. Sorry about that. Is that a jerky thing? Am I the no, jerk? I don't, I don't know until I see it on okay. Facebook. All right. My initial response is I felt stunned. She said the she wrote that gift I should get for each and every one of them, and it cost about $300 in total. I asked if she was serious, and she looked upset. I told her, no, I'm not obligated to buy anyone a gift. She was talked about promising them, and she wouldn't have asked me if she had her own money. I snapped and told her I'm really struggling by taking care of everything financially, and she was being unreasonable in her request. She argued that I have no taking care of everything financially, and she's been unreasonable with her. Oh, wait. She argued that I have no respect for her or her family, and she could pay me back when she starts working, but that's not the problem. After I told her to drop it, she called me mean and controlling and refused to talk to me, claiming I ruined her event and caused her embarrassment. The mom said I'm wrong. My mom said I'm wrong and should have given her the money as allowance since she doesn't have a job at the moment. It's a long one. What do you think, Megan? I think that he's a jerk, but I think that he's a jerk for not being open and communicating about the financial situation with her. Mm-hmm. Because it's clear that he was trying to like, oh, babe, I got it. Or like, just like have, take care of her. Like, I, I don't know, like if she had already planned the event, like maybe she could have asked him first, but mm-hmm. like, does she know the budget? Like, does she know if they were struggling or if they had that? You know, clearly she didn't. Clearly she thought that it would be fine. Yeah, you know, here's what she's going through. She, she's embarrassed she doesn't have a job. Yeah. And she's embarrassed in front of her family, so she wants to have a gift for them as if it's not a big deal. Yeah. He's worried about finances and spending money that they don't have. Yeah, and if he was like, and I don't know how he explained it, but if he was like, look, Honey, I don't want to embarrass you, but like we really don't have that. Yeah. Then that would be a different story. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say mm, I'm gonna say he I, was I'm gonna say he was the jerk, but but I also I give him a little bit of credit. I give him some credit too. I think that he should have said, Hey dear, this is what he should have done. Mm-hmm. Okay, you promise these people these gifts. We'll do it this time, but we can't keep doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm really stressed out about mm-hmm. money. I feel, I know you want to do this, and, I, and they're important to me too. But I feel really stressed out when I'm the only when when we. He should not say since I'm the only breadwinner. He should say since we have limited funds for things like this. Yeah, I think that he just must have not communicated well mm-hmm. at all, even if it was valid for him to not want. And she should have went to him and said, "Hey, in advance, you know this is this is what I want to do. So I, I, I wish I could pay for this stuff. But I still want to, you know, that type of thing. It, this mm-hmm. is a, this is a communication. Um, money, folks, in a relationship is the biggest stress. It's been the biggest stress mm-hmm. in my marriage when we've had it, when we don't have it. Sharing those funds, and I don't know where I think you are, that's Megan. So weird." I don't know where you are, Megan, but I don't know if you've mm-hmm. if you've completely tied your stuff together yet, or just lived together, or 
No, it's pretty like we both pay half of rent, but then for the bills, mm-hmm. um, splitting them up, where we basically pay the same each mm-hmm. each time, and she tends to owe me like ten dollars or something, depending on how much the mm-hmm. energy is. But then I go to the grocery store most of the time. The only thing that's hard is that. I'm the one that likes to cook all the time. I go to the grocery store. She doesn't care what we eat. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for me to ask, like, pay me this much. Like, I don't know, because she does pay me for groceries whenever I go. But the that hard thing is that I don't know how much she's going to eat or if she's going to eat out. You know? I don't think you should worry about that. I think it should be, I got groceries for our household. Yeah. And, of course, I'm speaking because clearly I eat more than anyone. That I've mm-hmm. ever lived with, but, but I never it's just the way her, it is. I never want her to pay for half of it because she doesn't eat it. She like should. She should pay for half of it. It's half her household. But she doesn't eat any of it's, it. She kind of fends for herself. It, it's her household. Yeah. And as far as as far as fend for herself, if there's other stuff that she likes, she should get that at the store. Yeah, and you I know when I, we've been doing that more like I. Having a um, shared, we have a shared note like on iOS mm-hmm. with groceries, so that's that's been better. But but yeah, we're I'm having it would be really hard to share a bank account. I I, I think it's easiest for us. It's just the way it is. But we're having a little problem in our household, and you tell me mm-hmm. if I'm the jerk. There's a little girl named Gilly who doesn't like her food. Oh, yeah. I've never known this little girl not to like her food. Mm -hmm. So do we go get her the food she likes? Then she's Mm -hmm. more of a spoiled little creature? Or do we know she eats anything, she'll finally eat it? What's the answer to that question? I think that she will finally eat it. Okay. And she's got to learn that she is actually a dog. You know, once you put your dog as the logo of your radio station, Mm -hmm. she becomes a real prima donna. (laughs) Do you think she knows? Yeah, she knows. She knows she's the boss. Yeah. Okay, so did you have one of those two? Yeah, I found one. Okay. Um, I haven't read it, but it seems interesting. Um, It says, am I an asshole for not subscribing to my friend's OnlyFans? Do you know what that is? The, the here's why I know about it. Yeah, because these are are they porno people? Basically, yeah, this could they're be nude photos. Conversation. Are they nude photos? So the the yeah. hot chicks, the hot chicks don't want. Um, they don't want to give their money. They to don't want to go to a porno, porno guy. They, they want to do it, it themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, if you like someone, you go on the only only time only fans, and you pay them. I don't know. Dollar yeah. an hour? I don't know. What's so crazy is, I don't know how much you're on uh, Twitter, but almost every time I see like a viral tweet pop up and then you click to see the comments, there's almost always these days some girl being like, oh, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Like people are doing this that have regular jobs mm-hmm. that are not even porn stars or whatever. Is it, like, is it's it, just becoming so more normalized. Is it all adult content, all nudity and yeah. stuff? Or is it... Technically, the... Uh, technically, it started as like similar to Patreon, and the the founders I don't think intended for it to be used this way, but it made too much money. So, like, but, I think there might technically be other people on. But there, I but. could do one, and just yeah. provide content radio, special radio content. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be yeah, really. They're going to be like, why are you using this? Most of the time, it's <laughs> yeah. a it's a porno thing. Why don't you use Patreon? Yeah, why don't you just use Patreon? Anyway, okay. so this is interesting. So it says, my friend who is... Can, can, I, can I stop one thing? Uh-huh. I think you see a lot of this for two reasons. Mm-hmm. First, mm-hmm. millennials and Gen X, Gen Z, they, everyone thinks they can be a star. And yes. you get on yes. TikTok and these people think that they're Julia Roberts because they're on TikTok. You know what I mean? And yes, they, I actually have a comment on that, too. And they, they really they think, I'm so valuable, I can do this. But the other sad thing is, this is a gig uh, economy where they got, they, they probably go, and they're a teacher and they don't get paid enough, 
So they have to do this as well. That's what's, yeah. the 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 yeah. biggest problem we have is that inequality of, of pay. It really is terrible. Yeah. It's destroying our whole society. Yeah. yeah, and I guess I just find it disgusting thinking that there is men on there who will subscribe to multiple different girls rather than just going to watch porn for free. I mean, I don't know. I just think that's weird because some of them it's like they'll they'll message you personally. But anyway, um. What something I was gonna say is like I recently watched the Britney Spears documentary. Uh-huh. Did you watch it? Yep. And then I also watched Rockumentary. Their, yeah. I also watched this long YouTube video all about Amanda Bynes and how she kind of Ooh, went crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I was realizing that it seems like more people are talking about how messed up ce- celebrity culture is now and they're understanding that paparazzi's like not so great mm-hmm. and i think it's because people have a taste of what that's like from going viral on tiktok or twitter or whatever or even just like thinking about having an audience even if it's like 1000 people that follow you mm-hmm. and people are feeling like overwhelmed by strangers and stuff and you know what it's like to be a public figure and have people Why? twist things about yeah. you and think they know you mm-hmm. and honestly i feel bad for celebrities because that sounds terrible out. all yeah. these people think they know you because they saw you in a movie or whatever mm-hmm. and so but i think a lot of people they grew up wanting to be famous and then now they're like they have they'll post one viral tweet once that gets like a hundred thousand likes and then they have people like um sending a mean comments like all this stuff. i think people understand it now mm-hmm. so yeah anyway um so the are you a jerk Okay. Um, my friend, uh, 25-year-old female, recently created an OnlyFans and wants me, a male 25-year-old, to subscribe in order for her to get subs and funding. Now, she and I are good friends, and I would normally want to help her. Plus, I do find her attractive, so there's a part of me who wants to sub, but my personal moral code will not let me. Like I said, I'm friends with her. In real life, I'm not too concerned with what others do i won't chide her or stop being friends with her if i have even if i have moral reservations with my act i am pretty i'm personally socially conservative in these areas but societally libertarian Uh, so (laughs) so i told my friend i told my friend that i'm not comfortable and i take moral issue with it and that I'm not going to do that, but just to be clear, it doesn't mean that I'll stop being friends with her or judge her for doing it. It's something I personally take issue with. She got really angry. She accused me of being a misogynistic, sexist prude, and that a real friend would support this, and that a real man would support women in exploring their sexuality and help the wage gap, um, and she, and that the wage gap mandated that he supported her. Ugh. <laughs> no, um, I ordinarily would support her enterprises. Jeez. I have moral reservations against this. Am I the asshole? <laughs> no. Can I give my opinion on this? Yeah. Will you two kids stop working on your talking points? I'm conservative, but I'm liberal. And- Shut up, stupid. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. And just because you don't subscribe to someone's only fan doesn't mean you're a male chauvinist the wage gap but we were just talking about how concerned i am about that right yeah but yeah. just give me a break here's what he should say to her listen uh-huh. i i'll subscribe i'll give you the money but i'm not gonna watch you we're friends and i just don't yeah. want to have that it just, I feel uncomfortable with it. And he doesn't have to throw in, I'm a conservative and Jesus. And just say, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with my friend seeing naked pictures of my friend. But if that one thing helps you, the minimum amount, I'll do it for you. Yeah. And what I think is interesting about this is that they're probably both assholes. Because if he explained it to her, like he explained it to us, of like, well, I'm socially yeah. Aryan then like I'm sure she would be like well if you're a libertarian then you are a sexist uh, pig well I mean I don't know like I just think that it's weird that it's getting so normalized 
among like we're I'm not friends with any of these people, so I don't know. But from what I even see on Twitter, it seems like people do expect their friends to subscribe, which doesn't make any sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me at all either. Yeah. Um, I support my daughters. At least I like yeah. to, but I'm well, not going to subscribe to an OnlyFan if they decide to do that. Uh, I, I, I am helping the wage gap by using a Patreon and yeah, there creating you go. YouTube content. Content. Well, I do subscribe to that, and I yeah. urge everyone to as well. Yeah, it, they're wrapped up in the bullshit of they're not being people to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. they're wrapped up in the talking point of I don't know. I'm trying to think of who who would be my best friend millennials really are wrapped up in talking points oh completely i'm trying to think who's my best friend as a woman Mm. i don't know see that's how i i had so many good work friends yeah i'm gonna use my i'm gonna use my friend who watched the show last time maya who's my work friend Mm. i think a lot of her I would never want to subscribe to her only fan. It's inappropriate <laughs> and she's my friend. Yeah, like You know I what I mean? It'd be weird. like I think that's no, weird. No. She's a gorgeous person, she's a <laughs> smart person. No, I'm your friend. I think that it's weird that people are just thinking that that's normal, but Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they're both jerks. Yeah. Because they're millennials. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have one other video I want to show you. Oh, okay. I'm going to jam a little bit, if you don't mind. Okay. The question is, this is millennial versus baby boomer dad. Which one did you have? Hey, coach. Come over here. He pulls that tomahawk swing thing again. I want you to bench him. He needs to learn a lesson. Coach, can you put my son in the pitch? No, I just he hasn't gotten a chance to pitch all game. Some of the other kids have been pitching, and I, I think my son should get to pitch too. Okay, friends, I will pick up your toys this time, but next time you have to do it, okay? Oh, God! I told you to clean this up 10 minutes ago. What's it still doing in front of my den? That's enough TV for you guys. Let's go do some activities. All right, kids. That's enough TV for you. <laughs> Dad's gonna watch the game. What do you think, kids? Should we hit the drive-thru? Little Mickey D's? The old man needs a Big Mac. No, no, guy. Okay. <laughs> so the question was gonna be, which of these dads would you like? And um, I think it's already pretty clear, isn't it? I think you're more of like a millennial dad. Do you hear the Big Mac guy? I don't know. You're kind of in the middle. Guys, we're not stopping at McDonald's. Too many GMOs. I've never yeah, said that. You're, I mean, you're not that. And I also I would say, go outside, let me watch TV. We'll swing by. I mean, yeah. Place. And that's how the birds and the bees work, Keiston. I know a lot of the other seniors probably haven't gotten this talk Keiston. yet from their parents, but I trust you. The birds and the bees? Don't they teach them that in school? <laughs> Why do I have to tell them? <sighs> Fine. Michael, get on over here. We got to have a talk. Yeah, so your mother wants me to talk to you both. Did your mom ever have that talk with you? Um, honestly, no, we went, Okay. I had to ask her and she lied to me. And same with Santa. I found out at school and I asked her, I remember I thought that it was just two people kissing and that God knew that they loved each other. And I thought that, I thought it was like just naked well, kissing. That was I, it. And then mom said that that was true. I should have probably just checked on that at some point, you know, as a father. <laughs> I, yeah, there's we, no. I, I wasn't. You, you never gave the. I talk. wasn't going to. We had <laughs> girls. It's the girl job to do that. If we had a boy, I would have. This. Yeah. So, some. Sometimes when a when a. When a boy. Just tell your mother that I talked to you. How does that That's sound? That's what I do. All right. I'm gonna go get you a beer. You did give me the do talk about when you said that uh, lesbians were smart because men were stupid. Have a talk. That's it. I'm doing it. And you they're disgusting. Do you think that was a good choice that you chose? I think you should maybe choose a different choice than that you just chose. Okay, now apologize. <laughs> now you apologize. Now kisses and hugs. Here we go. Hey, what did I say? Get out of the car. You're going to walk home. I'm sick of it. No, get, get in the car. I'm not going to actually make you walk home. Your mom would kill me. But I am going to eat the rest of that burger. Give it here. You want to go to Kitty Land? 
We're not doing that today. <laughs> Go play with that box over there. Guys, this isn't a box. It's a space shuttle. I'll go grab the washable non-toxic markers. Craft time. Babe, where's my safety scissors? Here you go, Keiston. You're not. Here you go, Keiston. What? He's got like um, air buds in. There ain't no crust call. grilled cheese. Oh, you want something else? Well, I'll make you something else. All right, kids, dad's cooking. Uh, I think we're just gonna have leftovers. You don't get a choice. We're having leftovers and you're gonna like it. This isn't a restaurant. Back in my day, we only got one meal a day and we didn't even have Forks, we had to eat them with our hands. <laughs> hey, here we go. Now, when I had, when I was in charge of cooking, what did I make, Megan? Macaroni and cheese, craft. And hot dogs. And hot dogs. And what was cool is that you guys liked it. Yeah. So you're always so, like, hey, dad's cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your mom would be make this lasagna and this wonderful gourmet stuff and you like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, dad's cooking and just pouring a macaroni and cheese. It's fun being a dad. We're yeah. just here to have fun, Keystone. bud. Just having fun. You just you're just playing with your friends. This is fun. Everyone's a winner today. You guys even want to win out there? You want second place. <laughs> second place is first loser. Remember that. Come on! What are we doing out there? Open your glove. I didn't I did not enjoy watching you guys play sports. Because I always wanted you guys to hustle and everything. And then when I would see like Madeline just kind of dancing in the infield, it's like, oh. Glove. Open your glove. We talked about it. You want to go to the zoo this weekend? We got a whole zoo in the backyard. <laughs> Rabbits, squirrels. Oh, let's go roller skating. <sighs> hey, bud, don't take the bubble wrap off. That's for your safety. I know not all the other kids are wearing it, but their parents don't care about them. Get up, walk it off. Just rub some dirt on it, all right? Come on, get back out there. What's going on? Talk you know what's kind of funny dad. is that Jess's parents kind of are millennials and mm -hmm. kind of did have some of this. Yeah. More like this, the millennial parent More than like, the other. She has said that in the summer, they would be like, all right, now you're going to have to do an activity to make sure you're learning in the summer, like fun sort of mm -hmm. stuff. Like, now, um, now, in that situation, what did I tell you? I don't know what you told me. Well, I didn't have to tell you very much because you always were and still are good, a good at. Student. No, you're good at creating your own activities to do. Yeah, but I also, but most of the time I'd say go play with your sister. That's why we yeah, had her. That's why you had. Yeah. yeah. I remember though a couple times when mom would be like asleep. Or like trying to take a nap and I would be bored and or and I would go in there and ask her what to do and she would tell me like you have so many things to do and I'd be like but I'm bored I like wanted to talk to her like her to entertain me listening <sighs> let's have a combo let's have a little dish sesh right now I don't know go ask your mom <laughs> what did Sharon do with my bush light kids have you seen the bush light she put it in the fridge in the garage I'll be back <sighs> hey are you guys wearing your seatbelts both of them Put both seatbelts on. Both yeah, of them. that seatbelt's broken. Just like hang on to the handle or something up there. Don't <laughs> tell your mother though. Homework? What do you mean homework? Back in my day, that's exactly what it was. Work at home. Now go clean the garage. No, you don't need a new iPhone. Back in my day, we didn't even have iPhones. We had iPods. It's like an iPhone with only music. And it wasn't touchscreen. It had buttons. These kids don't know anything. <laughs> oh no. I'm becoming my father. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So which which dad did you have? Kind of in the middle. I betcha, yeah. You, yeah. You think so? I don't think that you were a baby boomer dad at all. Maybe you thought some of those things, but you told me, um, I'm proud of you, I love you, and you're special every um every night before bed. And you said that I was you t you told us we were like the best people ever. Because you are, Megan. <laughs> so that you is... like, oh, you do that or whatever. Like, yeah, you weren't that way. Thanks, Megan. I gave you a chance to um, tell everybody about your terrible childhood, but you didn't do it. So do you have anything, any other story, anything else? Um, one thing is I was thinking recently about how you would always say, that you weren't a real dad because you didn't play catch with us. Mm -hmm. um, but I do remember playing basketball with you. But did you play any sports? 
in middle school or elementary school? Oh, yeah, school? I played basketball, basketball all the time. In fact, oh, okay. my dad made us a basketball court behind our house, and I played literally all the time. So That's you all weren't I a did. baseball person? Never, I've never played organized uh, baseball or softball in my entire life to this day. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Well, I mean, that's why you didn't want to throw a baseball around with us ever, but you did yeah. play basketball with us. And um, I played, like, flag football as a little kid. But what's funny is, like, they had the national championship of the ba- basketball, and I was sharing with someone yesterday, I hate basketball. It's a stupid sport. You can shoot you here, but you can't go here for three seconds. And then this is a foul. Okay, we don't have much time left. Let's intentionally foul him. Oh, let's in- intentionally foul? It doesn't make sense. Anyway, it's a dumb... It's a dumb. No, intentionally foul doesn't make sense to me because I remember whenever I played soccer when I was six and everyone was ha- had already played for a year, I went in there expecting them to teach me what soccer was mm-hmm. or to like learn about the game. And all we did at practice was, like, kick the ball. And I remember even having to ask my coach. It was, like, my first game. I was like, how do you play soccer? Like, mm-hmm. is someone going to teach me? And I was told that as the defender, I was supposed to just kick it out of bounds. I guess you did. But that doesn't that did not make sense to me as a kid either. Like, intentionally uh, fouling or, like, getting something out. I uh I can't find a list here, but let's see if I can try it. I thought I had a list on my phone of the things that I failed as a father. You had a list on your phone? Uh-huh. What? Why do you think you failed? Well, there were things like, I never took you camping. Uh-huh. I never took you to fly a kite. I never threw the ball with you. I think we did play. I think you did fly a kite with us, though. No. Maddie remembers that too. No. Uh, what else? Never played soccer with you. I don't know. Well, I'll come up with that list for next next time. Well, what I always tell people if they ask me if I camp, like what my problem is, is that I remember when I was a Girl Scout, I like peed the tent or something, and Mom had to pick me up, and so that's why I don't like. Uh, yeah, but camping. I could have gone camping, take a camping. But I didn't want to because it was too much trouble and I was tired. (laughs) So anything else for our show tonight? Um, Well, one last announcement is that um, millennials are going to get to get vaccinated soon. Yes. And you're actually scheduled for yours now, right? Yeah. Yep. That's wonderful. Yeah. And you'll probably get the Pfizer. Yeah. See, I got mine already. Um, I f- I'm sure I told you this, that I, since I had prostate cancer, I kind of got to jump the line a little bit. And I feel a little mm-hmm. bad because I don't have prostate cancer anymore. I don't have a prostate, right? Mm-hmm. But those, them threw the rules. And um, my friend Trent told me that I need to go. He, he, mm-hmm. he says I was the light... As the last one he was worried about, his daughter said, Tall Paul had cancer. He needs to go. I text back to him. I said, I don't know if I can do this. And he texts me back, My wife is in the medical field. You need to go as soon as you can. You need to listen to your OBGYN. Yeah. So I think that's just going to be how I'm going to go the rest of my life. I'm going to listen to my OBGYN from now on. Yeah. Yeah, don't think you don't need it. Like, I mean, why would you think that your cancer was less valid than other? Because I'm healthy now. That's why. And I'm very, I was just so concerned about like my parents or older people getting it. And uh, we got a new present now. There's plenty of stuff going on. I was still living the last four years where everything was scarcity mentality. Yep. And next, next month, I have so much that I could say about millennials and this. Well, I'll just say really quickly, like I could talk way longer about this, but like there's a whole breed of millennials that are like, just because everyone's vaccinated doesn't mean that you can go out. Like saying things like that, because I think that they think it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And they're like trying to police everyone and like 
millennials do take things seriously, but like, gosh. Well, I don't know. It's like just going way too far. I hope er I hope everybody's cautious, but I hope everyone is positive. I am. Yeah, that's more so what I was reacting to is that they weren't. There's like no hope. Yeah. You know. Hey, we've been we we've gone through some traumatic stuff in the last few years. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna have some recovery time, but we're gonna get through it. And mm-hmm. one way to get through it is talking and sharing and. Mm-hmm. Understanding other generations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else to say, Megan? No. Thanks for okay. uniting. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on Generations Unite. Megan, I love Thank you. I'm you. proud of you, and you're very special. Love and, you. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Generations Unite has been a KCTK production produced by Megan Lavoda and Paul Lavoda. All rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com.